Hello and welcome to my podcast. I begin every podcast with a bowl so that we can connect, find our center and receive the insight from the podcast. In this podcast, I want to talk to you about the importance of allowing an emotion, which is essentially energy in motion, to run its course through your body. Now, what do I mean by that? So if we think about energy in motion, different parts of the body store different condensities of energy I suppose you can call it some parts hold more energy and some parts hold less energy some parts hold tightly coiled knotted up energy some parts hold suppressed energy some parts the energy moves through your body really really quickly so the body's design has been created from the moment you were born essentially from the moment you've come out of the womb and then how you've learned how to be in the world, I suppose, in simple language. So your actions and reactions have created the framework or the tissue formation of how you've been able to survive in the world or action out the decisions that you've made or to create the personality that you've wanted to create. So we all have different rates of how energy moves through our body. So essentially emotions move through the central part of your body, the center core of your body. And I call that the bridge between the mind and the physical body is where the emotions come. It's where we digest things. It's where we assimilate things and it's where we create and communicate from. So it encompasses all the organs in the body. So the reason why it's important to release fully an emotion that's coming to the surface and not to always use your rational mind or your logic to stomp it down or your judgment is because your body's actually trying to communicate something with you. It's trying to give you some information. And in the past, when you were a child, your body was giving you information, but perhaps you didn't have the strength in making a boundary or you didn't have the voice to actually create a change or you had such a strong authority figure that didn't allow you the freedom to express what you needed to express or you were quite a, a strong child and then the boundaries were put upon you. Whatever your story is, it will have formed you into who you are today and how you deal with things in your current life. 
So majority of people who come to me for sessions, I call them all wound up. So what I mean is that they've usually got had a trigger in the base chakras, which is base or sacral, which is the unconscious and subconscious layers of the body. Or if you want to look at it from an um, energy centers or where the strong nerves run down your legs, you could look at it from that perspective from the lower energy centers of the body. So they usually have those energies that come to the surface that then get stuck around the kidneys and the diaphragm or where your lungs are, because usually we don't want to feel things that are happening in the lower chakras. Lower chakras are about um, foundation, stability, safety, security, whereas our sacral chakra is more to do with our relationship with others and their relationship with us. So it's to do with ancestry and family. It's about creation, birth. And then we move up into the conscious chakra, which is around personality and identity. We bring it into the fire and that's where we become. So a lot of people suppress their emotions below the diaphragm, around the kidneys, essentially. So when they're suppressed below the diaphragm, we can get ourselves into knots as we're trying to handle what's going on. So your hands are connected to your arms and your arms are connected to your heart. So when we say the word struggle, it quite literally is a struggle. Because when I say the word conscious chakra and I say that that is at your diaphragm or your rib cage, which is just below the heart chakra or the heart energy center, that's the first conscious chakra, which means that's the mind. That's where the mind starts to come in. So what I mean by conscious means that it's something that's known. It's something that's created. It's something that's conformed. So when an emotion comes to the surface, usually our mind will kick in. Is it safe? Is it not safe? There's a lot of pride there. There's a safe face there. I'm too scared. I don't know what to do because essentially moving it through the heart is moving it through the unknown. Keeping it below the heart is keeping it in a place of safety place that you know how to handle it even if it's a bad situation so majority of the people that come to me we have to unwind this we can unwind this with our mouth and with our tongues and we can finally get the release through if the release comes through and it's like a chuff or a hot air or a top level cry what I call a top level cry then it really hasn't got to the stem or the root of what's going on we've just created a little bit of space We've taken it off our chest, but we haven't actually got it to the root. So in one of the podcasts, I'm going to share with you a personal experience about a trigger and anger. Through that, you're going to actually witness my workings of how my mind works and how my body works. And how I'm also identifying with what I usually draw in in order to give myself comfort. Go to a friend, dialogue with a friend, have a rant send the energy in any direction, eat some food, go for a run, dance it out. But this time I wanted to sit with it. I didn't want it to fly off my body. I wanted to see if my heart or my heart rate variability could handle. I wanted it to transcend through my heart because I wanted to have the awareness. I didn't want this trigger to come to the surface anymore. I wanted to see it from my real eyes, my clear eyes, my insight from an adult's perspective, looking back at a child and realizing that that trigger 
was something that happened when I was a child and that it's not real now, even though it's still coming to the surface with my partner or men in my life, which is where the trigger stemmed from. So now by moving that trigger, which you'll see in that podcast, I can now start to see if my reality has changed. Because essentially we feel that our reality is everybody external of us. But our reality is not external of us. Our reality is how we're receiving the universe and then how we're reacting to the universe or what we're feeling in our body. Yeah? So back to the point of the podcast. What is the importance of allowing the emotion to truly run its course? When you allow the emotion to truly run its course, the entire nervous system can find its way through. All of a sudden, your body knows how to handle a situation. Your body has permission to evolve into a direction that it perhaps has not been able to in the past. And so your mind will feel that that has something to do with that story. So in the simple mind, it'll think, okay, well, that story will never happen again. But in the complex mind, it's like it affects so many things about you and your reality because our mind can't compre comprehend exactly what's happening with energy and how that affects us in the whole scheme of things in the entire universe. So when we're having an emotional release of grief or sadness, yeah, and these are big ones. When the cry is just shallow at depth, it's not getting into that deep cry has to get into that deep cry in order to get into that deep cry it's about opening the heart and receiving the information think about the word information per your formats it's talking about your form yeah the information you have been given to yourself or from others on how to handle a situation let's talk about grief because there's essentially some major emotions that we're talking about that then stem into smaller emotions. So grief is a quite a big emotion and grief can actually cause heart problems and things going on with the heart, heartbreak. So grief is directly related to the heart. It's a deep heart issue. And in order to allow grief to come up, we have to face what we're truly feeling around the grief of a situation. <sighs> so this means being truly present. The other important thing is that it doesn't all have to happen at once. Once we open the doorway to something and we have awareness, then in the background it's still working. It doesn't mean we have to take time out of our lives and go, now I'm going to cry for a whole day or two days or a week or a year, even though some traditions do that. Once we open the doorway to it, we can allow it to gently filter through as we start to handle it, as the nervous system handles it, as it comes to the surface. The most important thing in the relationship between releasing an emotion is to relax your tongue. When you tighten your tongue, it means you're tightening your throat, you're tightening your sacral chakra, and you're blocking the energy flow. If you relax your tongue and relax your jaw, and allow the sound to come up by relaxing the back of your jaw or your throat, in fact, 
you're allowing the sound to come up. Now, usually, because our jaw is connected to our forehead, usually our mind dictates what words we're going to say and what we're not going to say. And so an emotion can be trapped because we can't conceptualize what it means or what's happening, which then sends our body into a spin. But if we just unlock our tongue, let go of the judgment of what the words are, connect deeply in with the emotion and allow that emotion to roll off the tongue without judgment of the words and also without hanging on to the words. It's like sometimes you need to say the words and it doesn't make you a bad person. Sometimes you've got to bring it to the surface just to hear yourself. Sometimes you think these things, but until they become word or until they become voice, they're just a thought. But the thought has so much power in it. But once you bring it to the voice and bring it to the sound, it's let go because you've actually brought it up through the heart chakra. You've actually allowed it to come through. So what comes up for me when I'm thinking about that is childbirth. So in childbirth, you can fight what's happening in your body or you can go with the flow. So while you're in it and you're fighting or going with the flow, usually there's a lot of noise that comes out of your throat as you're trying to either get away with or handle the immense thing that's happening in your body. So the sound starts to come out. And the sound starts to open and the body starts to roar. So at the front of your throat here is the larynx, which is where you make sound. And to either side of that is called the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve actually connects to the throat. And it also runs down your spine to the lower part in the lumbar region of your body. That's where the parasympathetic nervous system attaches. And so when you're able to sound out your feeling, then the body can find its way through because it's connected directly with the nervous system. <sighs> Laughter. Laughter is another good way of releasing anger from the body because when we can find the light in a situation, we can laugh it off. Sometimes the trigger is so deep in the body that we can't find the light in the situation until we've actually allowed the anger to come to the surface. The anger that comes to the surface is usually anger that you weren't ever able to express. So there's an importance in expressing that. When there's a deep fear in somebody's body or the body's been frozen, the body may go into a tremor or a shake release. This is really important for the body. The body needs to shake because it's been holding on to that shake for a very long time. If you keep your body open and you keep things flowing and you bring things to the surface, and when I say bring things to the surface, it's about unlocking what is below the diaphragm in your unconscious and subconscious layers, bringing it up into conscious awareness and then bringing it to light. That means getting it off your chest, expressing it and letting it go. And not just through your logical or rational words. That can, ha can help. It depends whether you're a top-down processor or a bottom-up processor. It can be easier to have a witness or somebody who's merely creating spaciousness for you to find the space. Spaciousness and patience is the key too. Yeah. Give yourself time after you've had the emotional release. 
Give yourself time for things to integrate. Journal, go for a walk, connect with nature, breathe, find your clarity. You've evolved, you've moved forward. The issue with not releasing your emotions is that you're manifesting imbalances in your body which will eventually create disease and disharmony. Each and every organ in your body has its rightful place and expression inside your body and your alignment is critical. So when you have an emotion, be it get real with it. Allow it the space to come to the surface. Allow yourself to be heard by you. Say the things that you need to say. Yeah. Really important. It helps strengthen the relationship between your inner and your outer world and your masculine and feminine. And connects you more with your I am. Means that you can handle life better and you can grasp things better. I wish you well. Until the next podcast.